0: back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado
1: Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt.
0: Friends, we've been having a wonderful conversation with Tim Malash, Biola University adjunct faculty member in the school's political science department. We're talking all things kind of Israel, Joe Biden's address, Hamas. What is America to do? What's Israel going to do? What's the response going to be? So if you missed any portion of this show, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there and catch up. By the way, go to Tim's uh, substack. This is great. He publishes at least weekly. He does kind of like a good weekly recap but has dive deep on these issues, so you can really uh, get a good education on this. TimTalksPolitics.substack.com. That's TimTalksPolitics.substack.com. All right, so I want to get a little bit into Joe Biden's response here. Uh, in his address, he kind of brags about being the first president to visit a war zone since Abraham Lincoln. He's now done that twice. He got he you know flew into Poland, took the 10-hour train to Ukraine and then did this most recently with Israel. I do applaud him for being out there. That's impressive. Uh, but now he wants a lot of money. Let's see. He wants 105 billion dollars for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan and border security. Uh, Professor Malash do you think he's going to be successful in kind of tying all these things together and getting this funding request?
1: Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, he, he tried to tie a lot of this together with the the last spending bill that went through and we got a shut down government as a result of that. So I, I think it's going to be an uphill battle. I should, I mean, I, I'm being a little facetious with that. Obviously there were dynamics in Congress and everything that led to the, the um, the government shutdown and everything. But that was one of the things that ultimately broke the logjam on the last shutdown is Ukraine aid was sectioned off of the final spending bill. So I think bundling these things together and trying to push them back through on the one hand, it makes sense. I mean, they're on the, the Biden administration's on the clock to make good on some promises they've made to, uh, Ukraine and that they are making to, um, Taiwan and, um, and Israel, so I think they're using border security as a way to kind of like sweeten the deal to uh, get Republican buy-in, so that they don't have to kind of fight over that. But this is where this is where I start getting at my death. This is one of the reasons I start to stay away from studying the inner workings of Congress because it gets so <laughs> messy so quickly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now that you have the drama in the House uh, with who's going to be the speaker, who's not going to be a speaker, that definitely like yeah makes it. Seem less probable that he's gonna get away with that gambit. It,
0: it, as somebody who worked in the U.S. Senate, my wife worked in the House. Um, it is very fascinating to watch Republicans just totally squander their ability to lead. Um, mm. You know, their their whole message into any election season is we can do better than the other guy right and you should give us a chance and now they're fully demonstrating they can't even pick a leader this is mm-hmm. th- this is a really big deal because for a lot of people that don't follow politics into the weeds that you know everybody like us may do but they 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 have this kind of guttural reaction that it's like man Republicans can't even pick somebody to lead their own caucus And we want to hand over the government to them? Are you serious? They're still that divided? So um, that, as I've said on some other radio programs, it wouldn't be such a big deal to me that the House of Representatives isn't functioning, (laughs) because I think a lot of politics would be better if we just left it alone. Um, Mm -hmm. But for the fact that we're trying to defend one of our allies, Israel, in the Middle East, and we have to be there to defend them, because, guys— That attack two weeks ago was the single worst day of mass murder of Jews since the Holocaust. This was a 9-11 style attack that shook that country to its core. And Israel, for all of its issues, internal issues, Supreme Court issues, all that stuff, they are a country that defends so many of the same values that we hold in a very hostile place, and we should absolutely be there to defend them. I don't know. I well, going and on just
1: that. to kind of like speak into that a, a little bit more, I mean, I think in some ways comparing the attack to 9-11 doesn't even do the attack justice.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, I
1: think the the they're still last report I saw yesterday was they're still having to identify um, bodies. Uh, you know, you lose 1,500 people in a single terrorist attack in a nation of about 9.3 million people. I did some, you know, you know, quick math on this the other night. That would have been an equivalent of a terrorist attack in America taking the lives of 48,000 people. Jeez. That is more wow. than 9-11. That's wow. like 9 or 10 9-11. That's 11. right.
0: That's right. All
1: at once. And to think about the effect 9-11 has had on America you know just you know kind of like extrapolate that to israel now and you realize this is a watershed moment That's not right. just for israel but for the region and and so i think you know president biden has the right instinct to recognize like we need to be there and we need to show up because this is a significant moment right he's right that it's a significant moment the concern is and that we were talking about before the commercial break was but aren't americans exhausted mm-hmm. because we've been told for the last 20 years everything's a crucial moment. Every crisis is a crucial moment. Like what makes this one different? And to your point, Jeff is, well, what makes it different is this is a country that was, you know, that is a very close ally of ours, shares a lot of our same values um, has been you know, under existential threat, pretty much from the day they were established as a country, we were talking about that earlier in terms of how Hamas sees its right to the land of Israel, as opposed to, and it's just total unwillingness to, you know, budge on that fact. Um, and then, um, and then, yeah, the, just that that backdrop of the Holocaust and and just what that did uh, right. to the. Um, to the international Jewish community and, and just galvanizing this idea. Like we need a, a place of safety to call our own because no one will make us welcome. I mean, all those things are, all those strands are being pulled together into this one conflict. And you really get the sense that what we're seeing here in a microcosm is, and I think, you know, going back to what something we were talking about earlier, like, you know, it's strange that Biden's trying to pull, you know, connect Hamas to the war in Ukraine and, and Putin and everything, But in one sense, there is a through line here in that in that we are wrestling still with the world that World War II wrought Hmm. and the effects of it in so many ways. And I think so. I think it's really important that we keep the historical context in mind here because, you know, we're dealing with the land of Israel, for crying out loud. This is an ancient land. It's been a land that's been fought over for millennia. uh, But. Against that, you you have this uh, against that backdrop uh, and that drama of history. You do have this um, this very real uh, you know human tragedy as well. And and we're trying to wrestle with that. I think where uh, President Biden, unfortunately, uh, and many many Americans are going wrong is we're missing the broader historical context. Um, For many Americans, they don't see the religious dynamics behind this, so we're missing the theological context. Hmm and um, and we're just and I think because of our exhaustion from twenty years of small wars and and tragedies, we're starting to lose our sense of human compassion in the light of the incredible tragedy, and that's that's really
0: tragic, speaking of human compassion, I always kind of grab onto one story one story kind of hits me in in ways that maybe others don't, and i and i Encourage people to go follow Israel, just Israel on Twitter, because they're doing a good job of sharing these stories. but uh, when I think about this attack, what will sit in my soul for the rest of my life was the idea of the 16 year old girl with cerebral palsy that mm-hmm. was with her father at the music uh, at the music event, the um, festival, music festival. And they just found her body with her dad. Um, mm. What? What kind? Like, what is the vow? What is the military strategic value of kidnapping and killing a 16-year-old girl with cerebral palsy? I, I don't. That 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 I will never get past on this one. That's a story that's going to stick with me. As you've watched this, we've only got a minute or two left. But um, is there a story that really stuck out to you? That's a
1: good question. Um, I have honestly I can't really pick out a particular one. I, I think for me I've just been trying to wrap my head around the scale of it yeah. and trying to help um, you know help my students help other people who are talking to me about it uh, think about the scale and, and uh, of it and really um, I think one of the things that has hit me the hardest honestly has been to watch the American response. I mean the 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 anti-Israel pro Hamas rallies um out American campuses has been uh has to me indicated a a, a lack of moral clarity that yeah. has been is deeply deeply troubling to me It's deeply um saddening on a lot of levels uh, because when you are confronted with the human tragedy that like of the kind that you just outlined jeff uh and yet at the same time people want to quibble over you know kind of like this moral equivalency of like well you know israel kills civilians too as though they kill them in exactly the same way or 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 as an intentional way or Things like that, just completely ignorant and um, just shows a, a lack of moral reasoning that is just truly um, terrible.
0: Tim, we're up against a commercial break. It's been wonderful to talk with you. This could have gone another two hours. Tim Melosh, Biola University. Make sure you visit his website, get a chance to learn more with him. I appreciate being with you. Friends, it's been another great episode of the Frontier Freedom Hour. We'll see you next week. God bless you and yeehaw.